Hello and welcome to another episode of Shame is Delicious, a slightly unorthodox one this week because you might see that uh, Darren's been kidnapped and is in the back of a van somewhere and is holding a phone <laughs> and is sending us a message. What, what What's going on? Darren, what's going on where you are? Uh, basically, I feel like the daughter from Taken. Yeah. Uh, somebody <laughs> has kidnapped me and I have found an iPhone. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm coming back from training from uh, Dancing on Ice. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, if you, if you haven't heard, I'm doing it. And yeah. Um, yeah, we're supposed to be recording a podcast today. And we couldn't actually go to our normal studio. We we're supposed to do it at home. And I was running so late with, with just started recording me in the car. Yeah, it's a very DIY podcast, isn't it, today? Yeah, so today, listen, this week, you're going to have to put up with us because Darren and his successful skating career um, has slightly put everything up uh, for grabs. I'm in my house in London, uh, yeah. recording from here. Darren's currently in a car going to his abode, also in London. Yep, 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 also in London. Central London, I'm doing all right. Is, is, yeah, yeah, it's still renting though. Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to record the pod uh, like this. So, uh, so yeah. So once Darren gets home, which he's for the last twenty minutes, he said it's twenty minutes, but it looks to be moving though. Looking away. at traffic behind you, it looks like it's moving. Are you in the A four O six? Yeah, I'm ten minutes away. I've got so people don't know. I've got ice on my knee. I'm holding a bag of ice. Oh yeah, I forgot to be, yeah, well. I was talk about the pod. Yeah, because I've uh, I fell on my knee. We were doing a, a move called. Well, I was going to say you're carrying the ice because you love ice skating so much. You just want ice with you everywhere. You skate everywhere now. This is what you do. And my favorite rapper is Vanilla Ice. And Vanilla Ice, yeah. And uh, your favorite come on, song is come on. Ice Ice Baby. That was terrible. You can't use my one. I thought he was going to say oh. something unique and different. Instead, you just said the same thing as me. Uh, is is an Ice Cube a rapper? What does Ice Cube do? Ice Cube is a rapper. Jeez, oh. how how non-black are you? Like, I'm your black friend. Isn't Ice Cube? A, do you know him as an actor? Is that how long? Like, yeah, I know him as an actor. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> You're like, you know the actor? He looks like he could rap that Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> right that is that's so, very funny so look for more of this stuff uh we're gonna join us again because um what's his face darren's gonna get home i'll let him relax his knee and then he can tell us all about the injuries that he sustained um being the well famously the first first black man ever to ice skate um okay i mean it's nice of you to say that but this is how much you have not watched the show john fashion is also on the show uh yeah, did he, you go on before him or after him? Oh, on the ice. It's, I think he went on first, actually. Oh, damn it. I think he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. That, uh, another another record I've lost. Another one. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was going to say that we did, um, we did find out that uh, Lamar did the show many years ago. Oh, yeah. The third course, black Colin man. Jackson. Of the fourth black the man to get on the ice. The fourth, the fourth black, yeah. Nobody ever, get, nobody ever cares about four. Oh, <laughs> I'm the fourth man to walk on the moon. I don't care. Yeah, well, well done, mate. 
Okay. Yeah, oh, good uh, for you. Well done. You just followed three other people. Shame is delicious. Right then. So, Darren has made it home. I well am done. home. How's your knee? Yeah, it's hurting a lot. Um, I just fell. All my weight fell on my knee on the ice. It's all... It's going to be bruised in the morning. I um, I said to Tiffy... Well, sorry, I was burping. <laughs> I said to oh, Tiffy, I said, uh, I said, I was a fit, healthy man before I started this show. And every time I leave the ice, I'm like the tin man. I can barely move, man. My neck, my back, my hips. It's all just broken. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna burst into the song. My neck. My back. <laughs> my hips. And my crack. Everything <laughs> is broken. My pussy and my crack. It's all it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, it's been um well, I don't no, know. You're on dance you're on dancing on ice is sick and you did the first show and you didn't embarrass yourself, honestly. I'll be honest. I was worried for you. But by all accounts, <laughs> it's gone well. Everybody was worried for. I was worried. Uh, Christine saw me in the uh, in the warm up, and like he was like, just keep smiling if it because I I didn't I, I was completely lost in the warm up for the show because so yeah. there's a big difference between dancing being on the ice and ice skating you know and then having your routine and the music and the fire and even the ice is a different color. Because they had chilies on the screen, but that reflects on the ice. So I felt like I was on acid oh. on my first run through. And I was so lost. I didn't know what I was doing. And then the fire was being blown up. So uh, so my run throughs on Saturday were horrible. Like I, I literally just stood still and was lost. And then I, I went to bed at 7.30 p.m. Saturday uh, yeah. night. And um, woke up the next morning and I was I felt much better. But I all, I'll tell you one thing. I already feel better about my my next routine than I do about that one. I already feel more confident about it, which is good. Even though even though you fell on the ice today, even though I fell on well, you know, Ishan, we try and talk about the positives as opposed to the oh, negatives. Sorry. You piece oh, of yeah, shit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, fe- I mean, I felt bad. I dropped my partner as well. Yeah, I've got four knees right? at the minute. She's she's fine. You know what it is about ice skaters? I've learned they're like they're like war vets, man. They they take so much punishment and they're just yep fine like they're used to it. It's you know she's been doing it since they're she was um, it, yeah. a child. Yeah. Whereas I have one fall and I'm like oh I need a medic. Yeah. It's Honestly, not, I was so I have to say I was when I saw the clips as well. Like I was so proud of you because I was like I can see the concentration on your face, but you're also trying to put your performance smile face on. So yeah. you looked insane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can tell I'm his friend, so I know he's concentrating, but he's also trying to perform at the same time. Your eyes were massive, your teeth were massive, everything. That's what I said. I said, I must have looked like a crazy person because, yeah, there's moments when I'm like, be in the moment and have a good time, and there's other moments where I'm like, Whoa! yeah, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, made a, I made a big, so this is the thing, right? This is what I've, I've learned about. Uh, ice skating or any sort of um, routine, sort of partner work, you know, that you can't improvise. It's the one thing you can't do. You can't improvise. Because me and Tippy, we have a routine. We set the routine. Yeah. When I do this step, she does that step, etc. And during the routine, I got so cocky. My comedian brain kicked in. And there's a part of the routine where we look to the left and we go, fireball, right? Yeah. I We did that. Yeah. 
That went fine. And then if you ever watch the clip, I do like a like a body roll type movement, right? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, not I a part. That. Yeah, that's not a part of the routine. That was just me going. Everything's going so well. Let me add a bit of spice, and then guess what happens? And you can't see it in that clip. That's when I lost balance, right in front of the judges, because I was I was trying to like do my own little Give it thing. All that shit, yeah. And that's what. And I <laughs> yeah, I went not into a carnival for about two seconds. I lost my balance in front of O.T. Ashley and Torval and Dean. Yeah. So that's why, that's why they yeah. said I had that stumble. And then Tippy was a little bit ahead of me because we're supposed to get into it. So I realised, like, as a, as a comedian, what happens is our senses are wild. Like, we are constantly overthinking, analysing everything that's happening. And I think that's what happened to me in my run-through when I had, you know, the, the, the fire and everything for the first time. I was overanalyzing everything and trying to react to it, and it put me off my performance. And I realized in my main and my Sunday routine that I've just got to focus on what I'm doing and not try and improvise, because when you try and improvise, it all goes tits up. <laughs> well, look, I mean, we're all incredibly proud of you. We really hope that you have like a really good run. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I can't imagine doing that, bruv. Like, there's a reason they don't, they don't do Notting Hill Carnival. In the snow, there's a reason. You know what I mean? Like, and your your inclination to want to dance, which I understand because I'm the same, but to dance on ice is like incredibly hard. So yeah, I, I of course I was willing you to do well, but for the sake of the pod, man, I so wish you fell. <laughs> there, I'm telling you, there is a part of you in it where you go, this would be funny. This is because I feel like yeah, a, it would be funny. I feel like as a comedian. We get we get kind of a pass on that. Like if yeah, I yeah. if I fell on my ass and just slid across the or slid into the audience, you know how funny yeah. that would be for everyone. They would love with that. your arms flailing like this. Whoa. I do uh, the Todd Carty the Todd Carty clip. Have you ever yeah. seen that yeah. where he he lost yeah, his balance yeah, yeah. and he and he <laughs> he went down the tunnel like this. Yeah, it's. It's wild, man. I was, I, I said, like, I don't feel like, I feel like, so I feel like a full-time figure skater who dabbles in comedy. That, that's what it feels like at the minute. I haven't done I a know, gig in right ages. Now, yeah, because right now you're just like going from rehearsal to performance to rehearsal to performance. That is it. That is it. I just want to say as well, big shout out to everybody who voted. Thank you so much to everyone who voted, and thank you to everybody who watched the show who normally wouldn't watch the show. Because I felt like there was a lot of people who... Because everybody, everybody would say to me, they go, I don't normally watch the show. I'm going to watch it for you. I appreciate that. There is that part of me that thinks, you're hoping I fall. <laughs> you're hoping like, well, like Tippy's blade gets caught on my trousers and rips it straight down. <laughs> whatever the reason. And the thing is, ITV are going to love that. ITV, the boss is going to be like, that's why we got Darren on. He's going to bring an audience that otherwise wouldn't watch the show. And they get to see all the amazing wares we have at ITV, like the Masked Singer, and uh, what's the what's their sitcom? What's their soap? Oh, what do you mean, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, or um, they used to have was it Different Strokes? Was that them as well? That's an old one. Was that an That's ITV? A, you know, I said Different Strokes was no, not Different Strokes. Shit, Different Strokes That's is um, no, I've got the wrong show. Oh, what you what, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah, all right, we'd have to do your lips like that. <laughs> that's, that's, 
That's offensive, yeah, but dude. That's how he does it. That's, no, like... no, that's how he does it. I don't know, oh, dude. Oh my god. I don't know. The black in me was not impressed with that. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, that's how he does it. But <laughs> no, not different strokes. What was the one on the ship? I don't like a cruise line. Uh, family affair? Was that family affair? Was that the one? Oh come on, dude! You know, did you did your mum not care about soaps? Only Indian ones. Oh, like what? What's a popular Indian soap? Oh man, there's so many. I talk about it in my set as well. There's one called Yuki Sas Pika Bibahuti. Which translates to because your mother-in-law was also a daughter-in-law, and the whole thing is basically how her in-laws keep getting pissed off with her <laughs> about everything. Ah, so she she dro- she dropped some dough and won the episode, do you supp- and her mother-in-law had a breakdown. <laughs> I like that, as opposed to like you know EastEnders Christmas special. Well, that always got me as well. By the way, EastEnders Christmas special. This is why I I'm, I I soaps i've never been a big fan of soaps because it would be christmas day at my house we're all having a good time as soon as like 8 p.m comes it's the eastenders christmas special my mum would literally kick all kick all of us out of the main room like go upstairs and play with your toys and they're all downstairs watching the eastenders christmas special and it was never a happy time it's like oh oh who just got ran over by a car that's the that's that's how drove off a cliff edge or something Exactly. Yeah, that was the yeah. Um, wasn't that how Barry was killed? It was pushed off a cliff. Yeah, I think it was a Christmas Christmas special. But we're like, man, we were just having you know good tidings and having a good time at Christmas, and now we're watching someone just get pushed off a cliff. And my mom's like, yeah, I love it. Uh, having a lovely family time. When you did Dancing on Ice, like you've already said, we've already said that. A lot of comedians would love to see you just fall because it'd just be funny. Not because we hate you, but we think it'd be funny. Yeah, I get that. And because you didn't embarrass yourself, like, have you... We've both been lucky enough to do... You've done a lot more TV than I have, but... Yeah. Have you ever done anything on telly where you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't do that? Or, I mean, I've done TV shows where I haven't really prepared very well. (laughs) And at the end of it, I've gone, oh, I wish I I prepared, man. Oh, boy. I've had a few... I've had a couple TV shows where I've had really bad appearances, but in terms of like right. stuff, no, I mean I've done, I've uh, weirdly I've done bungee jumping on TV, I've done um, what's the what abseiling on TV? I've had snakes thrown on me on TV, um, but none of the I can't think of anything that I necessarily regret or or I'm embarrassed about that I've done on TV. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. No, I've done so many things. You know what the thing with me is? I never look back. I only ever move forward. I don't sit back and go, oh, remember that time I appeared on this show and I did? I don't do that because I get too in my head about things. Like, my uncle records everything yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. He's obsessed with recording everything that I do. And, That's you know. so sweet. It, it is so sweet, but there's going to be a point where, like, he's going to be he's gonna be like, oh, you want to come and watch your, your second Mock of the Week appearance? No, actually. Oh, that was a bad time. Oh, that was that was a show that I was bad. Oh, I don't mind telling that. So my first Mark the Week appearance, I was sick. You know when you like first time, gotta make an impression. Yada yada yada. Yeah. My second time. You wore your you wore your. I remember you wore your white shirt with shirt flowers with... on it, the one that you had on your first tour poster. There you go, stalker. And 
I remember thinking to myself, oh, yeah, I've got to come back, you know, do it again. I didn't come back for about two years because things were so busy and whatnot. I was just like, oh, yeah, mock the week, you know. But I'm not a politics comic. Like, I don't really, I don't really no. give... I know a bit about politics. I, I mean, we, we got that from you saying I'm not a politics comic. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a politics comic. That's true. That's I'm not a politics comic. I really, really, I'm not a politics comic. I really showed myself up on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I remember we came back. And it was during COVID. So this was like, yeah, I think it was 2021, maybe. And there was the yeah. barriers in between us. They had yes. the plastic sheets in between us or whatever. And I, you know, you get your writers and you work on stuff. And I remember being in there and figured to myself, oh my gosh, I'm hating this. Because I felt so out of place. Because I realised that like when you do a show like, like I'm at the week, for example, all the comics you do yeah. it are great. They're great. But you have to be up to date with politics and you have to almost yeah. come across like you care about it. Even if you don't yeah. care, some comics I know don't, don't care, but it's a gig and you do the gig. I had all these jokes yeah. and stuff. And I remember sitting there and there, I think Catherine Bohart was on, Ed Byrne was on, uh, Felicity Ward was on. And I can't remember who else, but you know, Hugh and whatnot. And everyone's really nice. And I remember sitting there and figured to myself, oh man. I felt out of place. I remember feeling like I was at a barbecue and I was the new guy at a barbecue and all these people, it was like a family barbecue because everybody really knew each other. So I already felt a bit out of place on my mm. second time just because I had such a long gap in between me visiting, you know, coming back on the show. Yeah. And at one point, I remember they started yeah. talking about Angela Rayner, like Labour Angela yeah. Rayner. And I remember sitting there with a death stare, figured to myself, I don't give a fuck about Angela Rayner. Like, I, <laughs> like, I remember, like, I said, <laughs> dude, and there was no audience. The audience were all on Zoom, so you could just hear the audience, you know? There was no audience in there. They were all, like, yes. Zoom. And I remember, I remember that Angela Rayner stuff came up, and I had these jokes at Angela Rayner, and I just looked forward and thought to myself, I, I do not give two shits about Angela Rayner. Oh, my gosh. I'm in over my head. I probably shouldn't have said yes to this. <laughs> I just so did funny. it. I, I, and I'll tell you this now. You can watch the Mutt the Week appearance. Just tap Darren Hart Mutt the Week. I'm barely in it. Like, I nailed my comedy bit because that's what, you know, you nail your bit where you go up as a stand up and you do comedy. And I nailed this scenes we'd like to see stuff because I'm always, I always enjoy that stuff. But I tell you, mm. the general discussion, I just felt awkward. Like, I couldn't, like, almost like I couldn't jump in. But I also didn't Contribute. feel confident yeah, yeah, yeah. in. But I also didn't feel confident enough in the politics stuff because I, I just I don't give a shit about politics in that way. So I learned yeah, yeah. so I learned a real lesson from that appearance. And you know, they're they're such good eggs, those guys who had me on the show. But I would never do a politics show again like that, ever again. Because it's not me. Like, for example, have I got news for you? I don't wanna do it, ever. I've got no interest in it. I don't want to. I don't want to be on there. I don't want to be yeah. on there talking about her and so and so. I don't give a shit, man. Talk about R. Kelly. Like, let me talk about <laughs> talk about something that. Yeah. Talk about talk about uh, paying for Twitter, which I'm proud of. Talk about stuff that I know and I can I can riff off. Talk about sex. But if you ask me to talk about what's his name, let me Google it. Nadim Zahawi over his uh, uh, yeah. tax thing. Like, I don't know the ins and outs, but I can talk about. You know, like, oh, good for him, eh? <laughs> like, oh. I've got, 
I don't know. I don't know anything about it, man. So yeah. So that was probably my um, probably one of my worst ever TV appearances, just because I knew I was out of my depth, and I I shouldn't have said yes to it. I, I can say that. I, I mean, it's easy. I mean, some would say the reason the show was cancelled was because Darren had a terrible second appearance, and you know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you how I, knew, See, I, I enjoyed. And one, one said, let me finish. I'll tell you how I knew it was bad. Because Dara Breen at the end of it went, Is that all right? Was everything all right? And I was like, Ugh. I was like, That was not great. But then we all had drinks and stuff at the end and we all hung out in the green room. Everyone's so nice, but it really. At that, I remember at that time for me, it really felt like everybody was fighting to get their jokes in, man. It was a proper battle. Right. And I also think because we had the screens between us, the plastic screens, it just added to that element of trying to fight to get your jokes in. But I tell you. Get over the screen. Over the screen. And I, I tell you, you could tell who was really giving it, um, giving it a go because steam built up on the side of their plastic screens. Hey, uh, you could, I'll tell you one thing, you could see my face clearly. <laughs> there was no steam yeah. built up on either yeah. side of Darren Harriet because I was silent, dude. I've, I've enjoyed Mock whenever I've done it, to be honest. I always enjoyed like the desk bit and they kept telling me like, oh, they thought that my scenes could be stronger. But what would happen is I'd have some cracking gags in the scenes but they were probably a bit too risky, so they wouldn't put them in. Is that what I said to you? They said so, that your scenes could be better. Yeah. Wow, I never got feedback uh, like that. For that, anyway. As in, my scenes we'd, like, scenes we'd like to see could be stronger. And I was like, well, they are good, but you're just not putting them in. And so, I mean, that's not my problem. But I did it three times. I think that was enough. Even if it continued, I probably would have gone, the amount of effort it takes to do that oh, show. It's a lot, man. It's a, it's a great show and I'm glad to have done it, but like, yeah, I don't know if I would have done it again. But you're much better at that sort of stuff than I am. Like, I'm I'm much more free-for-all, like, let's talk about anything. When it comes to politics and being in that environment, I always feel way out of my depth. You, like, I could understand. I, I honestly thought you'd probably end up being like a regular on there or something. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I liked it, but then it came to an end anyway. I think for me, the one I hated the most... Well, I love doing it because I really love doing shows like, oh, football's funniest moments or crazy things <sighs> pets do. I love that. I love, I love that shows. stuff. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I'll let you get to the story. Anyone who doesn't know, how those shows generally work is they'll say football's funniest moments. They'll have a list of 50, you know, moments that they want to talk about. Uh, and then they'll they'll get, yeah. they'll literally, because me and Ishan are, are quite low on the pecking order, all of the really, really good stuff, we probably mo- won't get them. Like, we, we probably won't get the, you know, uh, Cantona kicking a fan type thing. Like, that'll go to, like, an ex-player or somebody, you know, somebody much more. So we get what's left around, and they'll, they'll give us about seven like or Darren, eight. Darren Bent kicking a ball against a beach ball. We'll get shit like that. Or Darren Harriet appearing on Dancing on Ice. It'll be, like, <laughs> like yeah. really, really low ball stuff. And then we get to pick which ones out of the ten that they've sent us we want to talk about, and then we just talk about them like that. I love those shows, man. They're so easy to do. And when you're a comic, like, because they're normally used to talking to, like, you know, sports people who don't really have much personality, but obviously it's hard to go against somebody who was actually there. For me to go in there and go, I can't believe it. I mean, that's absolutely wild. Love it. I love those gigs. I love those shows. So when I got Football's Funniest Moments, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And so I wore a football top <clears throat> and I wore this, basically all my hoodies were in the wash. So I just wore this old hoodie, right? As I was getting to the place, 
there was a, a sudden downpour of rain, right? Got to the place we were filming. They had no makeup. And then they said, oh, you can't wear the football top because of branding. Because uh. so, I was I was inexperienced at this point, right? So I'm wearing this old hoodie. My hair looks like shit. They filmed me. And then they put me on quite a few bits. And uh. every year, whenever it airs, particularly at Christmas, people will message me going, oh my God, I've seen your football funny, football's funniest moments. And I look like absolute dog shit. And I'm not really a vain person. Yeah. And I've, you know, I, I never thought about, oh, when I go on TV, I need to look a certain way. But whenever I see that, it kills my soul because I know <laughs> that one day, if I get more and more famous or something happens or, you know, I get better looking or whatever it might be, I'll be on a fucking chat show and Graham Norton or Jonathan Ross are going to be like, you haven't always looked this good, have you? And there'll be a still from football's funniest moments. And I'm going to be like, fuck, I can't believe that's come out again. Yeah, I've got I've got a few of those appearances on TV when I'm like, oh, yeah, I was really eating takeaways then. Holy shit. I've got a few of them. It just happens, isn't it? You catch yourself. Like, I um, I, I did uh, another talking head. You know who's Darren I miss? I miss? I miss the Darren from Stand Up Central. What, bearded, bearded, yeah. with hair? Be- bearded, <laughs> bouncer, bearded, ba- bearded bouncer Darren, yeah. Bearded bouncer Darren with hair on his head. Ah, oh, he was a real treat, that guy. His eyes. He had so much hope in his eyes. He was always yeah. like, I'm a... I'm a security guard, but guess what, guys? I do stand up at night. I'm like Batman or something. Who knows? Oh, that Darren. Nowadays, this Darren, this Darren is like, I don't even know what comedy is anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm doing anything but stand up at this point. It's been, um, yeah, it's been amazing. But it had to be crazy to see that from when we first met, from when you first punched that table punch at the Piggly t- Comedy Club New Comedian of the Year Awards. I didn't punch- to where we are now. You're dancing on ice. I'm doing all the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got your big gig that you can't say yet coming out soon. Yeah. Did you say all the shot? Oh yeah. Well, when, when, yeah, I did say all the shot. Yeah. Oh god, that's a sad place, dude. How many tickets you sold there? <laughs> I've been to all the shot before. Shame is delicious. That's a good question. That's a good, a very good timing as well, because we can talk about uh, the things that we want to plug. But hold on, let me tell you how many I've sold in Aldershot. This is one benefit of doing this gig from home, is I can tell you. I love this. What hug one in Aldershot? Right. Oh, this is first... live, live checking. Okay, okay. Hold on. Oh no, that's the wrong spreadsheet. Hold on, there's so many spreadsheets. But you plug what you need to plug, and then I'll answer the question. Guys, I am on tour in September. My tour is called Roadman. Uh, tickets are available. They are plentiful. So please do get your tickets to come see your boy. Come on. You can't listen to this podcast and then not come and support us on tour. That doesn't make any sense, right? We are even funnier on stage. Um, don't hold us to that. Uh, also, February 16th, you can catch the Shame is Delicious first ever live show at Manhattan 34 as a part of the Leicester Comedy Festival. Tickets are selling really well, so please do get a ticket if you live near Leicester, from the Midlands, whatnot. Do come up there. We will take pictures and do all that sort of stuff. And give us your stories of shame as well. Also, Saturday, 4th of March, we are performing as a part of the Just for Laughs London, their first ever event, Shame is Delicious. That'll be our second ever live show. Do 
please come to that baby oh please do um also you can catch me uh with rachel fairburn for my show you dress funny 7th of march we are at the manchester frog and bucket last time we were there we sold out it's a show where comedians have to wear costumes and do material in them and then we talk about what they're wearing it's a really good funny concept comedy show do come along to that. And the 22nd of February, we are doing the same show in Birmingham at the Glee. So do please come to that. You can tell these plugs are good because I'm at home looking at my phone while I read them. This is like straight. Yeah, you're absolutely killing F- it. Fucking streamlined, isn't it? By the way, that 4th of March day, uh, I'm moving my Swindon show for that. So please do come along. Uh, in terms of the answer to your question, Aldershot, how many tickets have I sold? Go on. Aaron, how old am I? Uh, 36, 7. 38, and that's exactly the number of tickets I've sold. That's a good... 38 tickets. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's decent. Oh, also, while I'm here, um, please do keep voting for me on Dancing on Ice. I'm going to need your votes every, every Sunday. Uh, And Guessable, the new series of Guessable has just started, guys. So please do get involved in that. Comedy Central every Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday at 10 on Comedy my, Central. My episode of Guessable with Darren comes out on the 15th of February, just after Valentine's Day. So you can watch it with your loved ones, arm in arm, after you've had lots of Valentine's Day sex. We do get a plug for the podcast on the show as well, which is great. We're yeah, getting out there, baby. They keep that bit in. <laughs> yeah. They keep that bit in. Um, but yeah, go and see me, ishanakbar.com forward slash tour, all over the country. Tickets are actually selling really well. I've sold... 2,238 tickets. So I haven't even I haven't even checked what I've what I've sold yet. I'm slightly worried. <laughs> I don't want to be like, how many have I sold? 17. Please do get tickets to the tour. The tour starts in September. I'm a very funny comedian. Uh you don't that's I'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit plug. I'm a very funny comedian. What the I might as well have gone. I'll have nice. I'll, I'll be wearing a nice jacket at the gig, so might as well come see see, me, see the jacket. I can I can tell you one thing though, Darren Harrier is not a politics comic. I'm not a politics comic. No, I sat. I'm so dumb, and I. Oh bloody hell! You can really tell the education on that, innit? I'm not, this is how stupid. This is how dumb I am. You know when they have like local elections, and they have like. Yeah. I always think when they put the people. I never know who they are. I always think they're missing people. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, no, no, yeah, no one knows. Who I they don't are, know. They. I'm like, oh, he's... actually, no. For a guy that went missing, he's smartly turned out, isn't he? <laughs> it, it looked like he had his sword. What he was wearing when he left the house. That's what I'm thinking. His shirt and tie. Bloody hell. Yeah. Absolute mess, mate. Absolute mess. Right. So, look, we've got a listener shame story. And by the way, please do send your listener shame stories to us. Get in touch with us. You know where to find us, all on social media. We like all sorts of stories, and Darren and I will go through them and tell you whether or not you need to feel any shame. You should feel shame. Shame! Generally, I I feel no shame. Um, But Alice is going to tell us this week's listener shame story. 
Years ago, back when pubs had a kicking out time, my boyfriend at the time and I were feeling frisky. It was about 10.50pm. South End High Street used to have elevated stone garden areas with bushes, plants and seating around the sides. So I dragged him in one of them, knowing full well we had to be quick because the high street would be full of drunk people spilling out in 10 minutes. We had fantastic sex in the middle of the high street. There were still people around, we could hear them, but not too many. She's not ashamed of this because it was fun, but should she be ashamed? Oh, wow. What a freak. Of course it's South End. Of yeah, of course. Of course it's South End. You know what they say? Uh, freak in the streets, freak in the sheets. <laughs> wow. Do you know what? You sounded like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> freak in the streets. Freak, freak in, in the sheets. sheets. I like um, Do you know what? Actually, a, a, a quickie... Before everyone comes, like before last orders, like everyone leaves the pub, is actually pretty. It's pretty hot. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not against necessarily um, outdoor sex. Sometimes you've got to live life on the edge, as they say. You know. Yeah. You, you want to feel the uh, the wind beneath your balls, I guess. Yeah. Um, I also think if <laughs> if drunk people saw you shagging, they'd probably be like, "Go on, son." There is a part of there is a part of me though. If I'm having sex with somebody and I look to my left and I can see a Matalan, I'll be like, Jesus, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Have I ever told you the story of when oh. uh, I got caught having sex outside? Oh God, no. Uh, just during my banking days. Of course it was. Under these West India Key Station, the DLR goes over the top. I was having sex with this lady, and in one of the estates, Canary Wharf Estate security guards, he popped round, and the lady said to the man. If you say nothing, you can stay and watch. Jeez, what a freak, dude! She's, dude, what a freaky girl that was. Was that the was that the coconut chocolate girl? <laughs> no, it was a coconut chocolate girl. Um, and then, do you know what I did? What did you? No do? shame. What did you do? Carried on. And he and he st- we finished. And he was watching. Yeah, he stayed and watched. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> we went off. We went off separate ways. And what did he say when you finished watching? Nothing. No words. He Not a single word came out of his mouth. He went and jerked off in his cabin after that. Of course he fucking jerked off in his cabin. So look, this listener, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. I think it's absolutely wonderful that you did that. Well done. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of your sense of living life on the edge and having a good time. Um, but uh, I mean, I think a high street is a bit, it's a bit much. Okay, would you rather have sex on South End Ice High Street or Ladypool Road? I mean, what's Lady? What's what's wrong with Ladypool Road? Oh come on, Ladypool Road is fucking horrific. They're, come on, bro. Aren't most of them horrific? They all have they all have gambling shops and poundlands. They're all rough, mate. Doesn't mean you should get Not your all high streets. Most well, I mean, we don't all live in fancy parts like you, sir. Where I'm from, Kensington mate. High Street's all right. I mean, Kensington High Street is okay, but there's a lot of like crazy people on that high street because there's a lot of money there. So they, so you don't want to. It'd be very different shagging somebody in a bush on Kensington High Street and have four mentally ill people try to join in. <laughs> That's Kensington High That's Street. True. It's wild. That is true. I think um, you should have a a tad. I would say a tad bit of shame. However, no. me me and Ishan both agree that you're fun. <laughs> you're pretty yeah. fun. So, yeah, get in touch. <laughs> oh, this is not a dating app for you. This is 
Don't get in touch with it. Don't. Stay away. You don't. Stay away. You don't need that. Shame is delicious. If you want to hear more amazing analysis like that from us, uh, get in touch. Tell us your listener shame stories. They don't have to be about you. It could be about somebody else. But luckily, Darren and I have lived a life where we can make judgments on other people and the way they've lived theirs. Yeah, that's fair. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Next time, next time we do one of these, we should both wear top hats. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> While we judge everybody else. Um, thank you all for listening and bearing with us. Obviously, this is not the normal way we record the podcast. It's not obviously yeah. ideal. So, thank you all for bearing with us. We're still trying to get the podcast on, even though. Ishan is super busy with his super, super secret thing that he's doing. He's working on And obviously, I'm doing uh, Dancing on Ice, uh, of course. Darren, Darren's not-so-secret thing that he's doing. Thank you again for all of your lovely, lovely votes. Vote vote on Sunday. Every Sunday, the only vote you need to do is for Darren Harriet. And please do come to the live show as well. Please do come to the live show. And please share the clips as well. Sharing the clips have been... Uh, going really well for us. Uh, Owen and Alice, they work really hard on getting everything prepared for us. So, yeah, if you do see a clip and you like it, do share it. Share an old clip. Doesn't really matter. Go on any of our Instagram accounts, on our grids, on our Facebook, and go over some of the old clips. They're all very funny. Do give it a go, guys. Thank you so much for all the support. I'm really fucking selling it, aren't I, right now? It's because I'm sitting down and I'm like at my in my house. I'm ready. And 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 with an empty Evian bottle. It's, that, that bottle's very distracting. Yeah, there's yeah, there's only a little bit. It's like it's like a sample. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sample. Right, oh, see you again soon. Bye. Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions